Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, also available on your Amazon Alexa as a skill. Today we're just going to touch very briefly on the FTSE 100, which follows on from our podcast yesterday, um, which did explain... Um, the various different scenarios that could come out of the meetings yesterday. Now, it was a marathon meeting um, that we saw from Jeremy Corbyn and Theresa May, very little in the way of um, substance, although they did say it was constructive, um, there wasn't so much in the way of a way forward. However, um, if you're looking at the Yvette Cooper and Letwin bill, um, they managed to squeeze that through with one vote. And that has really paved the way for Parliament taking control of the Brexit uh, withdrawal agreement and really taking no deal off the table. As we speak, that's being debated in the House of Lords, but that's expected to go through. Now, we've seen some strength in sterling on the back of that, and that's really played through again into some underperformance of the FTSE 100. So that's something that we're going to be keeping a very close eye on going forward, um, and no doubt we will be covering that in the UK Investor Magazine podcast very shortly. So... Just as we said yesterday, um, today's podcast is going to be taking the form of a um, speech, a keynote speech from Angus Dent of Archover, uh, who's the CEO of Archover, and David Swanston, the head of lending. Now, they presented at the UK Investor Magazine ISA and SIP Forum last week. Now, they're going to be explaining their service, which is peer-to-peer lending, focusing on UK SMEs. It's a very interesting presentation. They go into the structure of their products, how you're able to invest in it, and what the underlying exposure is going to be, and how they manage the risk of investing in what can be quite an exciting area. So I'm going to pass you over to Angus Dent and David Swanson of Archover, who are going to carry on the rest of the podcast from the UK Investor Magazine ISA and SIP Forum last week. Thank you very much. Good evening, everybody. Um, as Mark just said, I'm Angus Dent. Uh, I am the CEO at uh, Archover. Could we? Oh, I need that, do I? Um. There we are. That's us. Um, with me this evening, I have uh, my colleague David Swanson as well. Um, this this presentation is very much for you, so please ask questions. Uh, as they occur to you, um, and there should also be time for some questions at the end uh, as well. So, without further ado, as they say, I will pass you over to David. Thank you, Angus, and good evening, everybody. When I was thinking about the ICES and SIPs and IFICES, I think of them as containers. They're containers for the investments that will help make you and your planning successful. And when I think of this, one of the questions that occurs to me first is, what's in it for me? So when you look at uh, what Archover offers, and Archover offers exposure to small to medium enterprises that are seeking working capital or project finance, but basically they need to raise money for their business to continue. And as uh, a comparison to 
alternatives in the same space, you can either choose a cash ISA, where you're earning, I would guess, 1%, 1.5%, something like that. You could, choose, uh, a, you could choose individual stocks. You could choose a stock fund, which has a lot of volatility, or which may have a lot of volatility. As an alternative, we would like you to consider lending to small to medium enterprise. These are viable British businesses. They've each been in the business, in their own business for at least two years. The returns can be quite good, as you can see from up here on the screen, 6.5% to 11%. That's interest that you would earn. And these loans are interesting because they're completely secured. Now, there are different ways to secure uh, these loans. They're, they can be secured through the assets of the company, or they can be secured through the cash flow from contracts, that sort of thing. The point is we want to make sure that there's, you know, it's easy enough to put the money out there. We want to make sure you're going to get your money back. There are a couple of ways to do it. You can do it directly with companies. You can do it, uh, uh, by that I mean you can invest specifically in one company's loans. Or what we think is a much more sensible way to do it is through a package. We call it an investment plan. And it gives you an instant portfolio of 10 loans, which gives you diversification, and it spreads the risk amongst those 10 different companies. The target return for the investment plan is 6.4%, which again is significantly higher than you'd get with a cash ISA or with uh, many alternatives. I noticed this morning in reading the news that gilts uh, in the UK were 1.2% for a 10-year gilt. And given that that's not even close to what the inflation rate is currently, um, doesn't seem to be a very attractive place to put investment funds. Some things that people particularly like from the retail space is that there's a low hurdle rate to get in. It's only 250 quid to get in. And with 250 quid, again, you get 10 exposed to 10 different companies' loans. There, we, we don't charge any fees for it. The fees are actually paid by the borrowers, so the investors don't pay any fees. And we don't charge any fees for transfers in of ISAs from other firms. So you can transfer in a cash ISA, you could transfer in a stock ISA, you could transfer in virtually anything that's transferable. And there, the interest is paid monthly. And um, yeah, so I'm going to hand it back to Angus for a moment, and then we'll come back in a moment. Okay, so thank you, David. Uh, really, just to start off with a, with a few uh, reminders. Um, cash ISAs, um, very safe, uh, but very low rates of interest. Uh, stocks and shares ISAs. Um, can have some fantastic returns, but you've got to keep your eye on them. And uh, as it says there, sort of euphemistically, subject to market volatility. Um, whereas the IFISA offers a more nuanced approach, um, a steady rate of interest, um, and decent capital preservation. Uh, of course, it um, all comes within your IF within your ISA allowance, um, and it's a good way to make that allowance go further, getting a decent return on that. Um, with the Archover's particular IF ISA, you can take advantage of the higher rates of interest that we offer. Uh, that's higher rates of interest on secured 
lending as well. So good security there. Um, Tax-free investments backed by security. Seems pretty good to me. Um, and you are also helping uh, businesses here in the UK get the funding they need to grow and helping drive that real engine of the UK economy. Something like 99% of uh, GDP is generated by SME businesses. And as David was saying, you can transfer your funds in at no cost um, cash from a cash ISA, from a stocks and shares ISA, indeed from any, any ISA that you, uh, that you may have. Similarly, with, uh, with SIPs, I mean, this is another very popular tax wrapper, the self-invested personal pension uh, plan. Um, and the doors have been open for a while for, for, for SIPs. Uh, some of the SIP uh, trustees are, are very wary of peer-to-peer, -peer, um, and it may prove to be simpler to actually uh, transfer a portion of your SIP to a one of the providers down the, listed down the bottom there, SIP Club, Morgan Lloyd, Westbury Trustee Services, um, all properly regulated firms, um, and, but firms that uh, will allow you to, uh, to invest in your, some of your SIP money uh, across a platform such as the Archover platform. Um, and with your SIP money, you can invest either directly into on what we would call a project by project basis. So we, we post a project to the platform. You like the look of that company, you like the interest rate, you put your money behind it. And or you can put your money into the investment plan so that you get the instant portfolio that uh, David mentioned a few moments ago. Okay. Is this me or you? Archover's been doing this since uh, 2014, and we've had a reasonable amount of success with it. We've got, uh, we actually have 1,100 lenders that are currently uh, uh, funding, and they've, they've funded over 94 million uh, across the platform. That's 392 loans, I think, now. Uh, about 53 million of that um, amount that's been put across the platform has been paid back, and that represents about 5 million pounds of interest paid to the lenders. The current book is 40 million, and we are authorized and regulated by the FCA. And we're also owned by a company you've probably never heard of, but it is uh, a company that's been around for, uh, well, I'll just say more than a century, and we're one of 39 businesses that they own. Uh, they're uh, strong supporters of us, and uh, we're happy to have them uh, at our side. I wanted to give you an example of what an actual lender's experience had been. So this is somebody who started with us three years ago, and he's invested in 43 projects. Not all 43 projects are active at this time. Some of them have paid back because you can get projects that, are, uh, that vary in time from three months to 36 months. Now for him, all of his were 12 months to 24 months. So during the three years, a number of those have been paid back. So he's lent a total of 205,000 over the platform. His active portfolio now is 107,000. 
But over the life of the 43 different projects, he can expect to have 20,557 pounds of interest, which is a pretty decent return. His current interest, his current yield is 7.39%. So again, if you think of what's available elsewhere, again, cash prices or uh, other alternatives, 7.39% is a pretty healthy return. Uh, this uh, just sort of in a little bit in summary. The, this is the the methodology or methodologies by which we we lend. So we began with the the, the service on the left hand side here, which we call secured and insured. So there we are lending against the accounts receivable, the trade debtors, the money that the customers owe to the borrower company. We put credit insurance around that to uh, to enhance that asset. Secured and assigned, again, um, where here we are re lending against the contracted recurring revenue that a company may have, um, that waterfall of cash lending into that waterfall of cash, lending into that nice uh, contracted predictable revenue stream. Secured, um, here we are perhaps lending to a blend of debtors and contracted recurring revenue and sometimes we're just lending against uh, debts that are uninsurable because they are from bodies such as the National Health Service, quasi-government bodies where which credit insurers uh, feel there is no point in offering credit insurance on. And then at the end on the right hand side the highest interest rate there uh, this is an unsecured uh, service that we have which we call research and development advance uh, and this is against the research and development tax credits that many companies are claiming uh, these days and these tend to be short-term high interest loans um, uh, for periods of uh, well, three to six months usually uh, occasionally a little bit uh, a little bit longer. Um, and as David said, we've done 90-odd million pounds worth of lending uh, in this way, and we plan to do uh, a lot more. Um, with all of the services, the, um, uh, sorry, with the first three services, where there is security, that security is through a first fixed and floating charge registered at company's house and perfected using... Uh, what we term a control bank account, a bank account into which the customers of the borrower pay all of their receipts. Um, we monitor the loans. We're not just about checking the credit before it goes on to the platform. Uh, we don't run away when it's been funded. Uh, we are there month in, month out, visiting the... Uh, the borrowers uh, and receiving information from them uh, regularly through the period of the loan. Uh, and generally, just in summary, what we do is we provide fixed term, fixed rate loans for periods of three to 36 months. Sorry, this is me again. Sorry, more on our due diligence. As I said, monitoring continues throughout the entire loan cycle. Um, and we spend a lot of time um, 
before a loan appears on the platform. And indeed, as, as lenders, you will never see the majority of the projects that, that come to us because probably nine out of ten of them will never appear on the platform. And the ones you see are the ones that have, that have cleared credit um, and have met, if you like, our standards. Uh, our credit procedures are very much, if you like, old-fashioned credit. We believe in the adage that people lend to people. Uh, it is not an algorithmic-based uh, decision. Uh, yes, we use various tools to, uh, to help us make the credit decision, but ultimately it is a human decision. Uh, we always visit the borrower company, and we always visit the borrower company on their own premises. And we will go back uh, every quarter to visit that borrower on their own premises throughout the period of the loan, checking talking with them, working with them, um, building a relationship, if you like, um, an open relationship so that when they have uh, issues and, and, you know, business, I'm afraid, you know, we all build these great spreadsheets and put these graphs where the, where the revenue always goes up like, up like this and it's all very smooth and all the rest of it. But business isn't like that. We know that. Um, and we hear and we talk to the borrowers and we help them through those, through those periods um, without uh, damaging the security, in fact, maintaining the security. The best security is always provided by the running business. Um, you get to a position where you're calling the security and you failed as a lender. Um, you never want to be in that position. Um, and there we are, there's a nice little graphic at the bottom which uh, shows how it's, uh, how it's done. Um, this one's David. Sorry, sir. I'm not even sure Yes, we are registered uh, with the Financial Conduct Authority, and there is a proper <coughs> runoff plan, uh, funded runoff plan. We have a, a capital requirement that, that we easily meet. Um, so, yes. Uh, uh, having said that, it's, it's very, very unlikely that Archover will go bust. Uh, as David said, we are part of the Hamden Group. The Hamden Group have been around some 300 years. If you look at Hamden Holdings' balance sheet, uh, I think there's just over 100 million on that balance sheet. So uh, we'd have to do an awful lot wrong to uh, uh, disappear. Yeah, they may have uh, lost quite a few companies on the way maintaining that's not their style, but yes, I, I, I understand that the, what, what you say. Yes. Yes. The basic Correct. Another question. Yeah. Um, when uh, you need to invest now to get advantages of this tax year? Yeah. When's the latest we could invest with you to do that? Um, I would assume Sunday evenings? Yeah, right up until. Right up until to the day before, as long as the funds were received, then it could go. Yeah, so so. Uh, sorry, it's the income tax here, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, sorry, yes. Yes, into next week. Okay, any more? Any other questions? Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, can you give me a name of some companies that have used your service? Uh, yeah, um, <coughs> let's, let's think. Um, 
Uh, one that, that some of you may have come across because uh, they have offices relatively close to, the, to here as, as prospect business centres. Uh, so they take leases on um, uh, whole floors in buildings and break it down into smaller, into smaller units, short-hold tenancies, building up a nice recurring revenue stream uh, to do that. Uh, that's, they're one of our borrowers. Um, the first company we ever lent to um, uh, was a company called TrueTech, um, based in Leamington Spa, actually. Uh, they uh, write software and put a service wrap around it for everything that you need to uh, everything you need to, to help you manage your tachograph reporting requirements if you're running fleets of vehicles. Um, that was a very I mean we took that uh, business over in lending capacity from NatWest, um, and uh, they traded through. They repaid the loan in about 18 months um, and uh, have not borrowed, not borrowed since. Um, uh, who else could we talk about? Um, we could talk about Dura Diamond. Um, uh, they, you won't see them here, but they have a, a lot of uh, business here. Dura Diamond um, uh, occupation, blue collar occupational healthcare. So they do all the occupational health for the guys. Uh, digging Crossrail and working on Crossrail. Uh, again, we took that business over uh, in lending terms from RBS NatWest. Um, RBS had a £1.8 million uh, invoice discounting uh, line in there. Uh, uh, much to uh, NatWest's disgust, um, the, the business had gone out and won with some five new contracts. Um, they needed working capital for those five contracts. They needed that uh, invoice discounting line to go up from 1.8 to about 2.2, 2.3 million pounds. Um, NatWest's view was uh, it's, it's not six months since we agreed the 1.8 million. Uh, please tell your customers to wait. Um, and this is actually what they said. I've actually seen the, the email. Um, and we'll, we'll consider. Uh, increasing the facility in uh, a few months' time. We came along, we um, increased the facility to 2.3 million. Uh, they won some more contracts. Um, that went to 3 million. Uh, interest was always paid on time. Reporting was always on time. Uh, another group of companies came along and um, they specialised in white collar occupational healthcare. They merged the two companies, uh, companies became super profitable, and uh, they repaid all the loans uh, about nine months later. What about defaults? Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm just going to have to interject now, getting the eye from Jonathan. We've got a pretty strict timetable to stick to. Clearly, Angus and David have we'll be around <coughs> uh, demonstrating this great opportunity. So I suggest maybe afterwards there'll be a breakout session there. Please uh, swarm these yeah. guys and ask us questions. Yeah. And, and I'm not hiding away from defaults. That wasn't <laughs> that wasn't the point. You did ask them to step in. The answer is yes. We have had some defaults, and it's all about how you how you handle them um, afterwards. Um, but. Uh, you know, we, we believe we've, we've handled them well and uh, uh, we'll overcome those, those issues. But it is, it is a part of lending. You obviously try and minimise it, but, but it, it does happen.
And one last thing, you've now all had a chance to read the summary slide, but I will encourage you to have a look at archover.com. Uh, you can register on the platform. It doesn't commit you to doing anything, but it does allow you to see all the loans and that sort of stuff. So just go to archover.com and register with just your email. Thank you, Thank you very much.